0: on today's episode of locked on 76ers keith and i talking about the tough news coming out of boston mu Doka suspended for the entire 22 23 campaign how does that affect the philadelphia 76ers if you had them up at the top with the boston celtics does it change anything for the division rival we'll dive into it all next right here locked on 76ers
1: you are locked on 76ers Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. What's popping, D? Friday,
0: man. It's Friday.
1: <laughs> yeah, a chilly Friday morning.
0: It is. I was gonna say that too. It's a breezy yeah. Friday. already, man. You can feel it in the home. You, you know, you don't have the air on or anything. No fan running. Yeah. Window open, and you just feel that that fall breeze creeping in there, man. So we're here, and if that means that we're starting to feel that, that means that basketball is right around the corner. And it is because in just three days time, we will have media day for the Philadelphia 76ers. And then on Tuesday, they will begin training camp in South Carolina. So we have a lot to talk about over the course of today and Monday before media day. And certainly once we conduct all of our conversations on media day, should be a fun time, man, as basketball is back in the air, (laughs) in the air. Uh, for sure. We want to welcome everybody uh, to Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97 Father Fnag Radio in Philadelphia. Keith Pompey, theinquire.com, Sixers Beat Writer. And uh, we thank you for all for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76 So when you do get up in the morning and we are your first listen, just make sure we're your first listen don't have us on the YouTube in the car up on your dash while you're driving just make sure you listen you can do that at work when you're not supposed to be looking at us at work you can you know split screen uh, uh, another tab all that stuff at work with the YouTube uh, as you guys are are getting your day started but Keith uh, we got to talk about Emmy Udoka the unfortunate situation with the Boston Celtics and and dive into two players that Uh, We think may have a role, but we're not quite sure with the 76ers. One being Paul Reed, who has had a busy season, And the other is is Shake Milton. So we'll get to those two later on, but we have to start with Emi Udoka uh, for the Boston Celtics suspended the Boston Celtics 22-23 season. His entire year is done. I thought it was really weird, though, when you read the press release of how they said he's done for the year, but they're still going to – have conversations with him about what his future is further with the basketball team as if it's not just done for the year he might not be coming back Keith and then he put out a real short release saying what he said he apologized to the team the organization the fans the players and and his family and everybody who he's put through you know just these troubling last few days and asked them to respect this space and no further comment and all that stuff uh but man this is Number one, the basketball side of it. This is going to be tough for a team that went to the NBA Finals. Uh, while they may have been aware of it, there was a report that uh, also that they had found out as early as July that this was going on. They just decided to to come down with uh, you know the, the, the uh, suspension and all, but for the basketball purposes first they had a good thing going with him a year ago to get to the nba finals A surprise team respected team uh he was an up-and-coming coach in this league and now he's not going to be there now they have to adjust with uh joe mazula a former west virginia player uh basketball player who also doesn't have his you know clean record himself but that's where they're deciding to go uh basketball wise keith how tough is this do you think from afar uh on the boston celtics players as they get ready for this n- next season you know, uh, I guess it's tough, but it,
1: it's also we have a veteran group, right? And um, you know, last year you look at it, I mean, he was a first-year coach. Um, a lot of people didn't know how he would do, um, and they and they made it to the they made it to the NBA finals, right? So, I mean, when I look at it, it's it's kind of one of those things where I still think it's a wait and see. Now, I do think that Ime was a great coach. You know, he he should have got Coach of the Year. You know, he was a good coach, solid coach. But at the same time, it, it's one of those things where he's also still. This guy is his interim coach, going to be the interim coach, and he's still going to have several people on the staff there. So to me, it's all about. Coaches are great, but they still have Jason Tatum. They still have Jalen Brown. You know, they, they they did pick up some other players. So I do believe that they're still going to be a, a quality team, and and I, I think if if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown plays up to their potential they will still be a team that's going to contend for the Eastern Conference title. If, if not, you know, I, I still think they're going to be that squad. So to me, it's, it's to be determined right now.
0: And I do look at them as, as you just pointed out, the team that has a lot of veterans, including Al Horford, Malcolm Brogdon, as you mentioned, is a new addition there. Marcus Smart, the Defensive Player of the Year, he's also also there. So they do have a lot of guys who have been there for quite some time. Just, you know, just having this thing hover over them to start off, how it will impact things, and maybe they'll get through it. And I still do, to your point, have them at the top of the Eastern Conference still because of the talent base. We'll see how they adjust with the coach situation. The only difference though, as you mentioned, uh, he was a new coach coming in. He was a new coach coming in from the start though. He was a new coach coming in from the entire summer where he was able to have those conversations, implement his game plan and and build and develop those relationships. And while Joe Mazula has been there as an assistant coach, and now he's sliding over to that big chair. He He's no longer the, uh, the friendly assistant. He's the head coach on the staff. So it will be something to monitor and to see how things play out in Boston, how this will all go along. Are you surprised that they went with Missoula and not necessarily bringing Brad Stevens back from upstairs? Or did you expect them to just have an assistant once we heard that maybe a suspension – shorter possibly, but now we know it's for the entire year. You surprised that they went that route instead of going with the, maybe a veteran person on the staff?
1: Well, you know, when you look at Mazzullo's, you know, history, I know he, you know, he he was a college coach, I believe, at Fairmont, um, you know, and and he had a successful two-year stint as that head coach. He also was, you know, a part of the organization with the Red Claws. He was, I believe he was a an assistant coach there and had success. So I think that... You know, he was one of the guys who they're extremely familiar with. He knows, you know, what they want to do and and and, and the system. And I, I felt like, you know, when you look at a guy like Brad Stevens, he's a guy that says, hey, Danny Ames gave me an opportunity when I was a young college coach that, you know, a lot of people thought maybe I wasn't, this could have been, you know, a little bit too much for me. So I, I think he looks at it as if, hey, we got this guy You know, he knows a lot about our system, probably more so than some of the other coaches on staff that we could have uh, made the interim guy. And this is where we're going to go. So, I, you know, I wasn't really surprised. Now, when you know the history and and you know about, you know, Brad Stevens being a young coach, some people might say, you know what, Brad Stevens is kind of like, yeah, you got you got to come back out and help out. But look at it. When he was there as the coach the last year with the same players, it really didn't work out, right? I mean, yes, they didn't have Al Horford, but it didn't really work out. I think sometimes you get tired of hearing from the same guy. Secondly, he didn't do anything wrong. So if you got a promotion, why should you demote yourself? Because the head coach got suspended. You know what I mean? So I don't don't feel like it was you know, uh, Brad Steven had to come back and become the interim coach just because Ime Adoko did what he did.
0: Well, we'll monitor it and see where it goes and see how it affects the entire Atlantic division, including where the 76ers may fall uh, in that in that ranking overall. We'll come back on the other side and we got to start to tap into Paul Reed and what his role could potentially be on this basketball team. Montrez Harrell, he's the new backup five. But will there be a role for Paul Reed? We'll get into that next right here, Locked On 76ers.
1: You know, when we talk about bet online, you know, bet online, we talk about Paul Reed, we talk about all this other stuff, but really it's all about bet online when you you really think about this upcoming NBA season, right? Why? Bet online is your number one source for football betting, basketball betting this upcoming season. Find all the latest player development, team matchup, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores in every um, sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net um, or use your mobile device and learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely, do
0: it today. A lot more points scored in that uh, Cleveland Pittsburgh game than I really expected. How would
1: I would to tell you, bro. You see, you see, you, you see, see. My problem is. <laughs> so you, you know what? We're both from Philly, but I'm about to tell you what my people from Pittsburgh used to tell me. Yeah. They used to say that y'all act like it's all about Philly. And you don't know, know anything about anything else in the state. That rivalry, dude, it is not as like uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees, but, it, but Michigan, uh, Ohio State. But it's close. That's what I, I didn't
0: say it wasn't a rivalry. I said the, the the Pittsburgh Steelers stink right now. I don't know how they're going to put up points. But no. Regardless, so like you, when yeah, you let's, let's take it easy. They Only put up seventeen points. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah, but at the same you time, are. at the same time, is it? You know, it comes. I don't know. It's something about those games, man. Like you know, who was it? you you got two undefeated, two winless public league squads, and one might be great and the other one is. But when they play each other, that rival, it's kind of like, yo, it's on. I mean, I went yeah. to North Catholic. I went to North Catholic. Yeah, yeah. It was trash in football, but we used to beat Frankfurt because that game, you know what I mean? We used to beat yeah. Frankfurt.
0: So I, I know, Frankfurt. I know, I know division Frankfurt. opponents, Pittsburgh and Cleveland and all that stuff. I just said that a little more. Look, it was 40 points outside of the, the you know, they're running trying to run these. To pitch backs and stuff to try to find a way to get down and, and, and scored when they were down 23 17 and then that totally flipped things so be careful when you guys are wagering because stuff like that i know those bad bets man uh bad beats as they call them yeah. get, that stuff would get you at the end as 29 17 at the end all because they're throwing the ball backwards and lateraling and all that trying to trying to find a way to get the ball down the field next thing you know the ball bounces into the end zone and Cleveland Falls on it now they have 29 points <laughs> just yeah. wow but anyway that's the football side you go check out I'm sure they're having a blast over there locked on Browns and locked on Steelers uh, about that game uh on on Thursday night big weekend in the NFL of course but thank you for making Locked On 76 is your first listen where from time to time we may dive into other sports because we're sports fans for your next listen check out the Locked On Now podcast nightly recaps of every nba game with analysis from our local experts It's free and available wherever you do get your podcast keith Montrez harrell we talked about him when the announcement was made that he was going to be signing here what it meant for paul Reed, but as we are closer man um we look at them 10 deep right away for the five reserves immediately but we also said that you go a little beyond whether it's paul Reed, Furcon corkman shake milton they have stuff there possibly isaiah joe who knows with this basketball team what is his role as we get closer here uh you know minutes wise is there is there something there where we might see him play the five potentially from time to time maybe slide over to the four where that's probably the more natural position what do you think his role will be on this basketball team once we get things started next month you know that's a good question
1: because I I honestly
0: think the two guys we're
1: talking about you know, well, we're talking about him right now. You also, early on, you said, you know, Shake Milton. Those are the two, there were two of the three guys on the team that, you know, we really don't know what their role is going to be. And I think it's one of those things where they have to determine it. You know, I think ideally what you want him to be is to kind of sort of be a, a situational energy player. You know, a guy who would come in and, and, and provide great defense, lock somebody out up the, by using his length. Mm -hmm. a guy who can run the floor, a guy who can do all the athletic things. But I also think it's up to him. You know, as good as he is, the biggest knock on him was that, you know, he struggled to adapt to what they wanted him to do, right? Right. We all love him because we all saw the highlights. We all see b a b b-ball, Paul, from the mud. I'm doing this. I'm grinding. But some of the things this role that they wanted to do, he struggled. And, you know, and and- Yeah. In that way. Right. But yeah. now I look at him and, and I think that there's going to be a huge growth because he has two years and he's hungry. He's always been hungry. So I feel like that his role right now, if I'm saying it, a situational player who comes in, he provides defense, he provides energy. He gets the uh, crowd ignited. But that's not to say that when we look at a guy like Montrez Harrell, who everybody says right now he's the guy because he's older. But when we factor in youth, when we factor in all this, you know, Montrez is a guy who, you know, you're going to want him to be a beast in the postseason, do all this other stuff. That's going to give Paul Reed opportunities to get some playing time is also because he's younger than him. Who knows? He he he, he, he may steal some of this guy's money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. what I mean, I, I think in regards to a role, is what he wants it to be. It's going to be tough in the beginning, but if he could come out there and show that energy, if he knows where he needs to be at on the floor, you know, it's, it could he could make it tough for the Sixers not
0: to play him. Well, the, the one part that you mentioned at the very top was, you know, situational because one thing that he provides that Montrezl Harold does not at this stage of his career is while he does provide energy, they both do defensively, Paul Reed right now, even in year three, going into year three, is a much better defensive player, especially out on the perimeter where he can keep up with certain players out there on the floor as, as they drift out away from the painted area. So, and his recovery ability is pretty good too. So I, I, I think that will help out uh, because there are going to be those times where Embiid is the two-way guy, Andre Drummond and, D- and Dwight Howard were more off uh, rebounding in defense lack of offense montres Harrow is the total opposite where he's offense not that much defense a little bit of rebounding and you're going to need that defense from time to time from that backup role from paul reed so if he can carve out that niche right there behind both of those players yeah there are going to be those games where he might have 15 minutes uh next to his name in the box score where montres Harrell may only have 10 because of exactly what you're saying where he Matched up better against a potential, uh, a particular team based on what he does a, as a as a guy who can defend a little bit better. So I agree with you. I agree with you. And uh, you know all that out the mud and stuff. Well, we're gonna find out because there's some competition there for him, and we'll see how he responds to that competition. It, it, right now, they all
1: out the mud. <laughs>
0: Everybody, he's he's all, all right they all grimy. They all gonna mind. be grinding to get on that floor because there's a lot of people on this roster and as we say that we shift to the guard position where we're going to have to talk about shake milton and him he's been here longer it wasn't necessarily the mud yes he went through the g league and all that where's he fit in with the guard rotation on this basketball team tapping to that next on the final segment right here locked on 76ers Mm -hmm. you are welcome back as the lady just said you are locked on 76ers keith Pompeii, divine givens shake milton shake milton that's an interesting one because when you look at the if you say they have 12 that's your this is your 12. paul reed is 11 12. is it furcon Korkmaz or is it shake Milton? What do you lean because they both bring different skill sets. Neither one of them is a defensive player. Corkmaz is looked at as the more of the uh, shooting guy where Shake Milton can get hot and can shoot and make shots, but he's more of a player that can create and get to the basket and finish. With DeAnthony Melton here now, those minutes are no longer his. He's going to have to, as we said in the previous segment, get it out of the mud by doing something to get on the floor and take some of those minutes away from De'Anthony Melton, Keith, does Shake Milton find himself some minutes on this basketball team?
1: You know that's a great question right there because when I look at this, when we talk about twelve players, right, number eleven player, and you know the the number um, number eleven player is always going to be Paul Reed, right? I mm-hmm. mean, when we say that, like B-ball Paul. So even I'm not saying he's number eleven in the rotation, but he's like we know who the other ten guys are going to play are. So number twelve to me is going to be between Shake Milton and Furcon. Now, right now, a week ago, if you would have asked me, or a couple of weeks ago, I would have said it's Furcon. Right now, I'm leaning to more fake Shake. I now would here,
0: Furkan as well. Yeah, yep.
1: I would have said that. But when you realize that Shake Milton has been here all like a lot this summer working out. Shake, I mean Furkan meanwhile was, you know, with the the Turkish nac- national team, you know, doing balling. But the fact that and fighting. Uh, and, uh, and fighting, yeah, and <laughs> throwing them bows, right? So right. so so here's the deal though. Shake has been able to showcase his skill in front of the the Sixers. Right. And then when you think about it, how coming out of training camp last year or heading into training camp, first start, he was the best guard that they had. Yeah. Simmons wasn't around. Then he deals with these injuries. So, you know, my thing is right now I got to give him the edge because, you know, like we said, you know, right now, a lot of these guys are and we talked about this before. A lot of these guys are three and Ds who can shoot threes in the corner. They only have three guys on a team who can get their own shot. Really shake Milton is one of them. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. other two is Maxi and then Harden, but Harden, can he still do it the way he used to do? So I feel like shake can come off the bench and give you some buckets and you can also play him in the backcourt with a guy who can defend because he won't be as much of, of, of a liability because they got a, 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 a Anthony, Melton, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Melton you have a Daniel House you have all these other guys so to me I, I think you know Shake have a rule now here's something else we got to realize about Shake too now he signed a one-year deal the brother is trying to get paid right you know he he's trying to get paid so I you know this is like <laughs> this is it for him so I feel like if he can stay healthy he can probably find a niche on his team and, and make it, you know, and not make it, but, but, you know, probably contribute a little bit. But again, running up and down the court in August and July and September is different from a regular season game in January. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see how it translates.
0: It looks like he's gotten stronger, at least from some of the photos that we've seen. So maybe that will help. And I don't know if that was to strengthen up like his back issue that he sustained a year ago and all that. But it looks like he has gotten a little bit stronger based on some of the photos that we've seen thus far from, uh, from Shaq Milton. So another this is, this is the good part about it. When you're a good team, you have camp battles. And uh, even when you're a bad team and you're trying to find your way, there are some talented people that you have camp battles to see who's going to do what. But when you're looking at a team that has championship aspirations and six 76ers do, these, the, even these where they're on the more of the back end of that second unit, we're still talking about these camp battles and how important these players could be at some point during the season. So definitely gonna be fun to watch. We'll make sure we can keep everybody up on everything that's happening. make sure you check us out every day on Locked On 76s because I'm excited again that I'll be starting with Keith from day one, from, from media day all the way through the entire basketball season, and I'm really looking forward to talking with Keith and, and you all out there as these games drop down every uh, – or 82 as we get things rolling with media day, training camp, preseason, and then the tip-off at regular season. Keith, come on, telling the folks where they can find us, man? Yeah, you know
1: what? Well, you know, the thing about where you can find us now, we all know that you guys could go anywhere and you find uh, Locked On NBA, right? Now go and make NBA top 50 on Locked On NBA your second listen cuz you made us your first listen so make them your second listen right which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season Locked On and Bet Online Eyes Makers present the NBA top 50 most valuable players find it on Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube but you need to make us your first listen secondly what you need to do is you need to follow my man d right at divine g975 you also need to listen to his radio show yes six to ten. tonight okay from six to ten on tonight friday on 97.5 fm it's called the divine giving show then you also need to follow me on twitter at pompey on Sixers, and you need to read my article in sunday's inquire or you could go to inquire.com i'm back i'm off for vacation starting sunday look at that i hope i can still type d i hope i can still write because it's been a long time but i'm doing a story on sunday so make sure you guys get it and make sure you read enquire.com and you listen to my man d on his show
0: divine giving show in the evenings Yes, yes, absolutely. We thank everybody again for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. Uh, check out uh, everybody else, of course, around Locked On NBA family. Uh, Locked On experts every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Everyone, have a great weekend. When we tap back in on Monday, we'll be kind of previewing things as we get ready for Media Day. Wake up bright and early on Monday for Media Day from the Sixers spot. It's gonna be a good time, Keith. Have a great weekend, man. Because now it's time to get back to work. No more vacation for you.
1: Nah, it's time. It's about that time. Heck, it was a two month vacation, I think. Yeah, two months. That's a pretty good deal you
0: got going on there.
1: Yeah, but just don't tell people. All right, <laughs> all, right. All, right man. Peace. all right, man. See you. All right.